ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so in the six events from the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we are now into the third event. We will now be examining the third event from the six events mentioned in this book. The author, he says, rahimahullah, Al-Mawdi'u Thalith, the third event, Qissatu Qira'atihi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Surat al-Najm, bihadratihim. The story of when the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was reciting Surat al-Najm, in the presence of the mushrikeen. The Prophet ﷺ was reciting Surah Al-Najm. And the mushrikeen were present near him. They could hear him. So when the Prophet ﷺ got to أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ اللَّاتَ وَالْعُزَّى This ayah, number nine, in Surah Al-Najm, that talks about the idols of the mushrikeen, اللَّاتَ الْعُزَّى manat. When the Prophet wasallam got to that section, أَلْقَ الشَّيْطَانُ فِي تِلَاوَتِهِ The shaytan entered into his recitation. تِلْكَ الْغَرَانِيقُ الْعُلَى وَإِنَّ شَفَاعَتَهُنَّ لَتُرْتَجَى That indeed, they are the great deities, their intercession is sought. They are the ones whose intercession should be sought. The shaitan entered this in to the recitation of the Prophet And the mushrikeen that were nearby, they thought it was the Prophet saying it. They thought it was the Prophet saying, go and seek intercession with the idols. Rather, what actually occurred, the Prophet ﷺ was reciting this ayah, talking about the idols, and the shaitan entered into that, and their intercession needs to be sought. And when the mushrikeen were hearing the recitation, they thought that line was from the Prophet ﷺ, when in reality it was the shaitan adding in that line, go and seek their intercession. فَظَنُّوا 
أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قالها So they thought it was the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم who said it That you need to go and seek intercession from the idols فَفَرِحُوا بِذَلِكَ So they were very happy with that They were very happy, they thought the Prophet ﷺ was telling them, go and seek intercession from the idols. And they said something, the meaning of which is, This is what we want. They said, we know. That Allah, He is the one who benefits us and He is the one who harms us. He is the one who brings the good and brings the harm. Him alone, no partners. But, These ones, they intercede for us on our behalf with Him. They intercede for us on our behalf. So when they heard that extra line, that you should go and get intercession from the idols, they thought it was the Prophet ﷺ still reciting. When actually that was the shaitan who entered that line into the words. So then they got happy and they said, that's it. Now you agree with us, O Prophet ﷺ. Now you agree with us, that's exactly what we're saying. We believe that Allah is the one who benefits and harms. But these idols, it's just for the intercession. They are just for the shafa'ah. So they became very happy. They thought the Prophet ﷺ was now agreeing with them, go and do intercession with the idols. That's what they thought. فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ السَّجْدَةِ Sajad. Wasajadu ma'ah. So when the Prophet ﷺ carried on reciting and got to a bit where there is a prostration, like the prostrations in the Quran, when he got to that bit, now all of the mushrikeen were happy because they thought just a few moments ago he was telling them it's okay to do intercession with the idols. So when he got to the prostration, they all prostrated as well. They were happy. They thought the Prophet ﷺ is with them now. So they all prostrated with him as well when he prostrated in the prostration of the Quran. So when the Prophet ﷺ got to the prostration, they all prostrated. And news spread everywhere. News spread everywhere. That the mushrikeen and the Prophet ﷺ, they have come to an agreement. They have come to a, a treaty. There is an agreement between them now. News began to spread. Until it even spread to Habasha. Who was in Habasha at the time? The Muslims remember the first Hijrah. 
Some of the Muslims made that first hijrah to Habasha. They were there at this time. When this happened, those first Muslims who had made the hijrah, they were in Habasha at the time. News got to them about what happened in Mecca. And that the mushrikeen are now in agreement with the Prophet ﷺ. They prostrated with him. News got to them. When news got to them, they came back. They thought it's been sorted now. Everything has been arranged. The mushrikeen are okay now. They prostrated with the Prophet ﷺ. So they came back. However, when they came back, they realized the Prophet ﷺ rejected this claim. And he told them that he never said any such words. He rejected this story and this claim of what they had heard from the shaitan. And he clarified that he had not said those words. And he rejected the intercession of the idols. So when that became clear to the mushrikeen, they started showing even more enmity to the Prophet ﷺ than before. They started showing him even more enmity than before. And to the Muslims than before. So in this story then as Shaykh Al-Fawzan he says, هَذِهِ الْقِصَّةِ الَّتِي ذَكَرَهَا الشَّيْخِ الشيخ محمد بن عبد الوهاب من قصص السيرة النبوية تسمى قصة الغرانيق This particular story الشيخ الفوزان says is one of the stories from the seerah of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم known as the story of the غرانيق وهي كما ذكر أنه صلى الله عليه وسلم لما قرأ صورة النجم في مكة وعنده المشركون والمسلمون and the story is as mentioned that when the Prophet ﷺ was reciting Surah Al-Najm in Mecca and the Muslims were with him and there were some mushrikeen in the vicinity. There were some mushrikeen in the vicinity around him. فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ قَوْلُهُ قَوْلَهُ تَعَالَى So when the Prophet ﷺ got to the statement of Allah أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ اللَّاتَ وَالْعِزَّةَ وَمَنَاتَ الثَّالِثَةَ الْأُخْرَى have you seen Allah al-Uzza and Manat, the other one? They were the biggest idols of the Arabs at the time. These three idols are mentioned in the Quran. They were from the biggest of the idols of the Mushrikeen of that time. Allah Ta'if. This particular idol is in Ta'if, a city in Saudi Arabia. أَنَّهُ رَجُلٌ صَالِحٌ كَانَ يُطْعِمُ الْحَجِيجِ It is mentioned that Allah used to be a pious man that used to give food to the pilgrims. Used to help the pilgrims, the hujjaj, and give them food and give them service and what they needed. فَلَمَّا مَاتَ So when this pious man died, عَكَفُوا عَلَىٰ قَبْرِهِ يَتَبَرَّكُونَ بِهِ عَلَىٰ طَرِيقَةِ التَّبَرُّكِ بِالصَّالِحِينَ 
they began to do i'tikaf at his grave, sitting there, staying there, making their dua there, doing their intercession there, taking barakah from the grave as they claimed. Just like the people of innovation, they used to do that. And they would seek from him intercession, asking him to be the middleman between them and Allah, asking him to intercede for them, to make their dua go to Allah for them, because he was a righteous man. Al-Uzza, this was another idol near Makkah or the people of Makkah used to have this idol and it was near Arafat This was an idol close to Makkah near Arafat the people of Makkah used to have this idol Al-Uzza and what Al-Uzza was this idol it was some trees there were some trees in a triangular shape or a circular shape and they had put curtains around these trees and they had made this shrine type of thing which was now their idol and it's mentioned how a jinni woman used to be inside of this curtains around the trees they had put up. So she used to talk to them and they used to talk to her and they used to believe that this was their idol talking to them, this God talking to them. So that was Al-Uzza. Manat that was an idol between Mecca and Medina, closer to Medina. And that was an idol that belonged to the tribes of Al-Aws and Al-Khazraj. And when they used to make the Umrah or the Hajj, they used to make the ihram from this idol manat. The location of where this idol is, that's where they used to go to make the ihram, seeking barakah from it and indicating their veneration for it. Wallahu jalla wa ala yaqul, afara'aytumul lata wal uzza wa manata thalithata al ukhra, ay yakhbiruni an hadhi al asnam. أخبروني عن هذه الأصنام هل نفعتكم وهل ضرتكم بل إنها لم تدفع عن نفسها So Allah is saying in this ayah tell us about these idols اللات العزة منات have they benefited you anything have they removed any harm from you rather they cannot even benefit themselves هل نفعتكم وهل ضرتكم بل إنها لم تدفع عن نفسها they cannot even defend themselves. لِأَنَّ الرَّسُولَ صلى الله عليه وسلم لَمَّا فَتَحَ مَكَّةَ هَدَّمَهَا When the Prophet وسلم, conquered Mecca, he destroyed them. وَلَوْ كَانَتْ آلِهَا لَمَنَعَتْ عَنْ نَفْسِهَا وَدَافَعَتْ عَنْ نَفْسِهَا If they were really gods, 
When the Prophet وسلم, entered Mecca, conquered Mecca, and destroyed these idols, if they were really gods, they would have defended themselves. They would have defended themselves. But they could not. فَاللَّهُ يُوَبِّخُ الْمُشْرِكِينَ الَّذِينَ تَعَلَّقُوا بِهَذِهِ الْأَصْنَامِ الَّتِي لَا تَنْفَعْ وَلَا تَذَرُّ so Allah rebukes these mushrikeen, the ones who were attached to those idols that cannot benefit them, no harm them in reality. so when the Prophet ﷺ got to this ayah mentioning the names of their idols, the shaitan entered in some words, which the people listening thought was from the recitation of the Prophet ﷺ. And those words were, Those are the deities and their intercession should be sought. This was from the shaitan, this speech. He entered it into the recitation of the Prophet And the Prophet didn't know. The Prophet was reciting, the shaitan entered that section in and the people heard it, but the Prophet didn't realize. He was reading, he was reciting, he didn't know. He didn't know the shaitan entered in those extra words and the people heard those extra words. But the mushrikeen, they had heard those extra words from the shaitan. And they were very happy and pleased. They said, look, he's talking about our idols with goodness. He's mentioning our idols with goodness. This is what we want. We do not want anything from the idols except intercession. They said, we know these idols cannot benefit no harm. We know they cannot benefit no harm. But all we want from them is intercession. Muhammad They said, look, Muhammad said it. The intercession should be sought from the idols. So when the Prophet ﷺ got to the end of the surah, prostrate to Allah and worship Him, the Prophet ﷺ prostrated at that prostration, and the Muslims, they prostrated with Him. وَسَجَدَ الْمُشْرِكُونَ فَرَحًا بِهَذِهِ الْكَلِمَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِيَّةِ 
And the mushrikeen, they also prostrated in happiness. In happiness at these satanic words. Hatta inna al-walid ibn al-mughira lamma kana kabira sin lam yastati' an yasjuda ala al-ard it's mentioned Al-Walid ibn al-Mughira Who was very old in age And he couldn't prostrate to the ground He got some soil so he could put it on his head To prostrate on it Such was the event as it occurred فَشَاعَ الْخَبَرُ أَنَّ الرَّسُولَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ تَصَالَحَ مَعَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ the news it spread everywhere that the Prophet ﷺ has made an agreement or rectified the affair between himself and the mushrikeen. وَأَنَّهُ أَقَرَّهُمْ عَلَىٰ عِبَادَةِ اللَّاتِ وَالْعِزَّةِ وَمَنَاتِ مِنْ أَجْلِ طَلَبِ شَفَاعَةِ And the news spread that the Prophet ﷺ has acknowledged and affirmed the worship of the mushrikeen to the idols when they ask for intercession. That he is affirming this act of intercession from the idols. And this news it spread to the Muslims who were in Habasha. And Muslims this news spread to them that there is a peace treaty which has occurred between the Prophet ﷺ and the Mushrikeen. Or that the Mushrikeen have actually become Muslim. So they came back from Habasha. They returned from Habasha. When they arrived in Mecca, وَجَدُوا هَذَا الْخَبَرَ غَيْرَ صَحِيحِ They found that this news was untrue. They found that this news which had come to them was not true. وَأَنَّ الْمُشْرِكِينَ مَا زَالُوا عَلَىٰ عَدَاوَتِهِمْ لِلرَّسُولِ سَأَسَلَّمْ وَتَضْيِيقِهِمْ عَلَىٰ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And that the mushrikeen are still persistent upon their enmity toward the messenger of Allah وسلم, and their oppression upon the Muslims they are still upon that فَلَمَّا أَخْبَرُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ أَنَّهُ قَرَأَ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَاتِ so when they told the Prophet وسلم, but you said these words that you should go and seek intercession from those idols. لَمَّا أَخْبَرُوا أَنَّبِيَّ صَلْعِ سَلَّمْ أَنَّهُ قَرَأَ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَاتِ تِلْكَ الْغَرَانِيقُ الْعُلَى وَإِنَّ شَفَاعَتَهُنَّ لَتُرْتَجَى حَزِنَا حُزْنًا شَدِيدًا The Prophet ﷺ became very aggrieved at this. When they told him, these are the words we heard you say. He became very upset when he heard this, that they have been hearing these words. وَأَصَابَهُ هَمٌّ شَدِيدٌ 
and he was overcome with great grief and worry and concern. Until Allah revealed the ayat, his statement in Surah Al Hajj. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ وَلَا نَبِيٍّ إِلَّا إِذَا تَمَنَّا أَلْقَى الشَّيْطَانُ فِي أُمْنِيَّتِهِ فَيَنْسَخُ اللَّهُ مَا يُلْقِ الشَّيْطَانِ ثُمَّ يُحْكِمُ اللَّهُ آيَاتِهِ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ لِيَجْعَلَ مَا يُلْقِ الشَّيْطَانُ فِتْنَةً لِلَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٍ وَالْقَاسِيَةِ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِنَّ الظَّالِمِينَ لَفِي شِقَاقٍ بَعِيدٍ وَلِيَعْلَمَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّكَ فَيُؤْمِنُوا بِهِ Up to this section, in these ayat, it mentions that these ayat were revealed. And the ayat they carry on in Surah Al-Hajj, 52 to 55. In these ayat, Allah mentions that there is not a messenger who came before you except that this type of occurrence occurred. That the shaitan would enter into their speech. So this was to, cons- to console, to console the Prophet ﷺ, to inform him that this is from the work of the shaitan. This is from the work of the shaitan. And that Allah will nullify what the shaitan says and make the word of truth the most high. So these ayat were to console the Prophet ﷺ to say that those words of the shaitan will be caused to disintegrate, to disappear, and only the speech of truth will prevail. فَهَذَا حَاصِلُ الْقِصَّةِ this is the, the summary of the story وقال, or the point of the story. وقد وردت هذه القصة عن ابن عباس متصلة بسند This story, there is اختلاف بين العلماء There is difference of opinion between the scholars. Is this story authentic? Or is it not? Is it authentic? Is it thabit? Or is it not? There is difference between the scholars. Some of them have mentioned this story has a connected chain of narration. Sanad muttasil to Ibn Abbas. وَوَرَدَتْ عَنْ بَعْضِ التَّابِعِينَ بِأَسَانِيدِ مُرْسَلَةِ and the story is narrated from some of the tabi'een where the chains of narration are cut at the top they do not reach the prophet sallallahu some of the scholars they rejected this story they refused to accept this story occurred minhum ibn kathir one of them is ibn kathir waqal إِنَّهَا لَمْ تَرِدْ إِلَّا مِنْ طُرُقٍ مُرْسَلَةٍ وَمُنْقَطِعَةٍ تَكَلَّمُوا فِيهَا That this story has not been revealed except with basically broken chains of narration. 
that this story has only been revealed with broken chains of narration. There is no authentic connected chain of narration for it. Lakin al-Hafiz ibn Hajar fi fath al-Bari lahu ra'yu Al-Hafidh ibn Hajar has a different opinion about this story. Yaqul al-Qissah jaat min turqin mukhtalifa mutabayina al-makharij. That this story has come from different chains of narration, different sources. Fahiyya tata'awad. So these different chains of narration, they come together to strengthen this story. The different chains of narration come together and they strengthen the authenticity of this story. But the point is, even though many scholars say the story is weak and it didn't happen, but the point of it is to highlight that the mushrikeen used to say, "Nahnu la na'budu hadhihi al-asnam ala atiqad annaha takhluq wa tarzuq wa tanfa' wa tadur." We do not worship these idols with the belief that they can create and give life or death or provide provisions or give harm or remove harm or give good. وَإِنَّمَا نَعْبُدُهَا طَلَبًا لِشَفَعَ بِأَن تَشْفَعْ لَنَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ We only worship them seeking their intercession, they used to say. فَاللَّهُ أَبْطَلَ هَذَا وَأَقَرَّ الْقُرْآنَ عَلَى مَا هُوَ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ إِبْطَالِ عِبَادَتِهَا وَأَبْطَلَ مَا أَلْقَاهُ الشَّيْطَانُ فِي تِلَاوَةِ النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم so Allah nullified this story or this event of what the shaitan was attempting to do of the permissibility of shafa'ah that was nullified and instead the Quran was affirmed the Quran was affirmed in terms of saying that the worship of the idols seeking intercession is haram. And Allah nullified, made void the statements of the shaitan and consoled the Prophet ﷺ telling him this is something the previous prophets and messengers had to face too from the shaitan and his evil words casting upon them. Ash-Shahid the point of all of this being ان المشركين فرحوا لما ظنوا ان الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم وافقهم بالكلام الذي ظنوه من الرسول وهو من الشيطان the mushrikeen were very happy when they thought the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was saying that go and do intercession with these idols when in reality it was the speech of the shaytan they thought the Prophet ﷺ was saying it's no problem to go do intercession with the idols. So they were very happy with that. 
But then Allah nullified that. وَبَيَّنَ أَنَّهُ لَا تَجُوزُ عِبَادَةَ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلِّ أَيِّ قَصْدٍ كَان طَلَبُ الشَّفَاعَةَ أو غيره That it is not permissible to seek intercession or to worship others with whatever intention you have. بِأَيِّ قَصْدٍ كَان Whatever intention you have, whatever purpose or intent or objective you have, then worshipping others, seeking intercession is not allowed. Al-ibadah haqqun lillahi azza wa jal Worship is a right of Allah alone Wala yajuzu ibadatu ghayri Allah Li-ayyi qasdin kaan And it is not permissible to worship others besides Allah Whatever your intent may be Wa-ya'buduna min duni Allahi ma la yadurruhum wa la yanfa'uhum Wa ya'quluna haa'ulai shufa'auna inda Allah in the Quran, Allah mentions they worship that which cannot harm them, nor benefit them besides Allah. And then they say, these are our intercessors with Allah. Surah Yunus 18. Also in Zumar, ayah number 3. وَالَّذِينَ اتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِهِ أَوْلِيَاءِ مَا نَعْبُدُهُمْ إِلَّا لِيُقَرِّبُونَ إِلَى اللَّهِ زُلْفَىٰ Those that they worship besides Allah, <coughs> they say we only worship them so they can bring us closer to Allah. Allah sama hadha shirkan wa abtalah Allah termed this seeking of intercession as shirk and nullified it wa hadha min bab al-ibtila' na'am wa ma qala ar-rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadhihi al-kalimat allati fi al-qissa wa inna ma qalaha ash-shaytan so these words wa inna shafa'atahunna la turtaja they were not said by the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they were from the shaytan من باب الابتلاء والامتحان لأجل أن يتميز الخبيث من الطيب This was a test to see who is the good and who is the bad ثم إن الله يزيل هذه الفتنة ويبقي الحق Then in the end this trial it is removed and the truth it remains and prevails هذا قد جرى مع الرسل قبل محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجرى عليه مثل ما جرى على الرسل من قبله so this is the type of thing which occurred to the prophets and messengers before the prophet ﷺ. It occurred before the prophet ﷺ to other messengers and it occurred to the prophet ﷺ. فَهَذَا فِيهِ دَلِيلٌ عَلَى بُطْلَانِ اعْتِقَادِ عَبَدَتِ الْقُبُورِ اعْتِقَادِ عَبَدَتِ الْقُبُورِ وَغَيْرِهِمْ So this has a nullification of the beliefs of the worshippers of the graves. الَّذِينَ يَعْبُدُونَ الْقُبُورُ وَيَقُولُونَ The ones who worship the graves and then they say نَحْنُ نَعْلَمُ وَأَنَّهُمْ لَا يَضُرُّونَ وَلَا يَنْفَعُونَ They say we know they cannot harm us and they cannot benefit us وَلَا يَخْلُقُونَ وَلَا يَرْزُقُونَ And they do not create and they do not give the provisions and the sustenance وَإِنَّمَا هُمْ صَالِحُونَ نَتَوَسَّطُ بِهِمْ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَنَطْلُبُ مِنْهُمْ they say these are just the righteous ones that are intermediaries between us and Allah. And we take them as the middlemen between us and Allah. So this narration, this story regarding the recitation of the Prophet wasallam, and how the shaitan entered into that recitation, these additional words 
words that indicated that the Prophet ﷺ was saying it's okay to go and seek intercession from the idols. That was from the shaitan. And the point of the story is the mushrikeen got happy when they heard those words. Because that's what their belief is. Their belief is go and seek intercession from these idols. It isn't shirk. When in reality seeking intercession from the idols, taking them as intermediaries, that's exactly what shirk is. And Allah termed it as shirk and declared them as mushrikeen. So that is the point the Shaykh wants to make from that story, that seeking intercession is a form of shirk. You cannot say this is not shirk because we know Allah is the one who creates and gives life and death and harms and benefits. And these are just intercessors for us. That itself is still shirk. Whether the story is authentic or not, like we said, there are doubts regarding its authenticity. Some of the scholars do not hold it to be authentic. But the point is clear regarding intercession and how that is shirk. And it cannot be passed as being something which is okay. That is the end of the third event. From the three events of this book. The fourth event will begin the next time. The fourth event from the six events of this particular book. And the fourth event will be about the story of the uncle of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Abu Talib. The story of the uncle of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Abu Talib. Who was he? What did he do for the Prophet sallallahu What was his life? What happened on his deathbed? The lessons to take from that, all of that about Abu Talib will be the next event insha'Allah that will begin in the next session if there's any questions on that so far then we can take those now otherwise we'll conclude upon that